This is Josh Jackson, Carrie Shuck, Keith Heron, and you're listening to the, the Big Boy Pants Podcast. Oh, the athleticism. Hey, big boy. Yeah, I'm a big boy. That's a big boy, sir. I'm a big boy. People who put on their big boy pants. Hey, big boy. Hey, how you doing? You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And this is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> We're back. I'm going to tell you, I missed that <laughs> intro. I did too. Uh, you know, it's hearing it again, it's like it just brings me back to some good times and some good places. Whenever I watch AEW and I hear Jim Ross announcing, I think about yeah. our, our opening. Man. You know, a lot of people don't know, but Jim Ross originally recorded those sound, sound samples for our softball team. He did. I yeah, have we talked that. about that before? I don't know. I, d- I doubt it. Yeah. I still have the email where he sent it to yeah. me, and uh, I listen to it from time to time because he has a whole lot of different sayings yeah. on there. So I guarantee like, I got it in my He my said, audio uh, notes. what was the one about a cow on ice? She's not, he's not a cow on ice. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I think know it means mean. that, that they move so well uh, that it's not like... It's the, the awkwardness, yeah. Yeah, it's the opposite of a cow on ice is how fast and graceful that yes. that Ooh. softball player is yeah. running and moving. Probably the lead batter. The lead batter. The, He's yeah. not a cow on ice. That's yeah. good. That's good. Well, how you guys doing? Doing good. I feel doing, like I'm I'm glad we're back. Yeah, I feel like, you know, not only have we not done this in a while, but we haven't been on that same level of, we haven't. you know. We went from life- texting 75 times a day yeah. <laughs> to five to seven times a week. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know? it's, life has just been crazy the yeah. last year. It yeah. has been a year since we've been in the studio. Over a year. Yeah. I mean, there's dust on all the equipment. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm going to have to knock the dust off. <laughs> we should take, take a picture of this room and then put it on our Facebook page if we still have Facebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't do. know if Congress shut Facebook down. But if they didn't, then we should put the, a picture of this this room that we no. we get to come and and I'm telling in. you, I I feel like the rent was worth it for the last year. Oh yeah, yeah. because it yeah. is it's still plush. The lights are still good. Yeah. the TV's still big. Yes, yeah. it's, it's super great. In here. We're good. We're doing yeah. good. We're doing good. Feeling There's like good. 66 blades on that fan. <laughs> we can only afford the three. It's like the I told I told them when they put the fan in. I said, you know that fan that they have hanging up at uh, Texas Roadhouse. Oh yeah. I was like, I want one of those in there. Yep. One of the, the big barn fans. It's pretty close. Is that, that's like, is that nine bladed? I don't know. Yep, it is nine bladed. You have nine blades on your fan. Only the best for my friends. Only the best. (laughs) Wow. All right. So it has literally been over a year. Right. Since we, I mean, and it feels like it. It feels like it. We're we're still close friends, guys. We haven't given up on this. We're this is the type of situation where you know, even if it's been that long, we can just get right back into the swing of things. You know what I'm saying? You said it, Kevin. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, over the last year, we've had more action on our Facebook page than we did the That's three weird. years before Are you that. Serious? Yeah. I, yeah. I get like emails that we have new subscribers yeah. and new things. likes, like, yeah. new this, new interactions. Weird. Man, and we missed it 
because last year, I don't know if you guys heard about this, there was a pandemic, or it's still going on, a thing called COVID. Yeah. yeah. And so I bet a lot of people were doing podcasting last year but and listening to new things. Maybe that's what's going on. Um, that's what the, Everybody else ramped up their podcast, and we just toned ours down. <laughs> we just stopped. We gave you guys a chance to go see what yeah. else was out there and why we're still See if the there's best. other dads out there <laughs> talking about how terrible they are. So there's a lot of those out there. Yeah, but well, I don't know that any of them are offering what we're offering. You know, there's no, no way. No. Our content <laughs> is unique. And you tell me if Jim Ross did the open for their for theirs, <laughs> yeah, and I'll come, tell you if they're good. Yeah, then come talk to me about it. Then come talk to me. Yep, yep. Hey, uh everybody uh everybody good? Everybody healthy? Everybody's healthy oh, yeah. here. Yeah. Man, I see we did it then. Yeah. We made it through. You know, I've got home COVID tests if you guys want to. I've take got one at the house too. Yeah. I'm too scared to take it. Hey, listen, I've never po- tested positive for COVID. I've never either. And I never will. Okay? <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Well, I mean, because we're all Native American. Yeah. I, I, I've been telling people this for a year and everybody laughs at me. But then, you know, after months go by and they're like, have you ever had it? And I'm like, no. And like, oh, man, I had it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you had it. I mean, I'm Native American. I mean, I ain't going to get it, man. Yeah. yeah. Keep. Yeah, when's the last time a plague hurt, yeah. did something no, to, that's, our, to our people? That's, that, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing is, yeah, the last plague that hurt us name was Andrew Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some smallpox and a blanket. Yeah. You cover yourselves up. But and, that that's that a, way. We've we've all had the worst of it, so it yeah. it's it's gone through our genes. We can't get anything anymore, guys. Yeah, yeah. We can just open casinos. Now, have y'all had COVID in your house at all? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Penny had it. We thought we had had it. There was a point Robbie couldn't smell anything. Yeah. So we did the whole 14-day quarantine. I went and got a, a test. I was negative. Uh, we didn't let the we didn't make the boys go get one. But then Robbie, as soon as she could smell again, after the 14 days, she went to do the uh, antibodies test yeah. and, and give blood. And it came back negative that she... Interesting. So we don't know what happened. Fast forward a few months, and she has an aneurysm and almost dies. Wow. Well. So... Aha, COVID. Yeah. yeah, she didn't get COVID. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna confirm or deny that I had COVID. But there, <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you right now. I don't know who's listening to this, but there were a solid ten days that I disappeared, and I don't think anybody noticed. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like at work or anything, anywhere, work, church. <laughs> I, I missed I missed like three weeks when, in a row at church. When was this? And this was at the beginning of August. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, did, I didn't notice. Nobody noticed. <laughs> Nobody noticed. Why didn't I notice? I feel like I would have noticed that. I, um, like on Sundays, you know, I was at home, my family. I mean. Are you sure you didn't show up and walk through the halls? Very just, sure. Okay. I'm very cautious about it. And, yeah. you know, I... I didn't want to be around people. Yeah, you know, okay, especially sure. if I if I can't smell you, I don't want to be around you. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's and my that's what I I've said I, that my whole a, life. That's my mom. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I couldn't smell anything, <laughs> and I couldn't taste anything. Can you smell stuff now? Um, I'm gonna tell. You, <laughs> yes. Okay. But in the last two months, month and a half, there was a three week span where every day. I could smell hairspray. It didn't matter how hard the wind was blowing. I was in the middle of a soccer field. Aquanetish? 
Um, suave. Suave, okay. It smelled exactly like my wife's suave hairspray that she uses. It's the only hairspray we have in the house. And I could smell that in 40-mile-an-hour winds on a 110-degree day. What if she was pranking you and, like, kept spraying and your, could. Like your and, collar? And your I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, that's what I thought. I thought maybe, okay, maybe she would, you know, when she's fixing her hair, it got in my nose. And now it's just stuck in my nose. Mm. Yeah, that but, happens. But coming out of the shower, coming, I mean, driving in my truck by myself, smell it all the time. When you were asleep, you have, you've had the beard the whole time, right? Yeah. She would just, just gently spray a little bit into your <laughs> nose. <laughs> yeah, it's on my hat, like the bill of my hat. Okay, but that is gone. Yeah. So, you know, like when you when you get like a whiff of hairspray and it's like the stinging feel, were you getting just the scent of it? Or the were scent. you getting the... Just the scent. Okay. Right now, and this has been for about a solid three weeks now. I smell dirty feet. Oh gosh! When I'm by myself, mm-hmm. when I'm in the middle of a soccer field with 40 mile an hour winds, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Right now, sitting on this couch, I can smell dirty feet. Wow! And I don't know why. Now, some 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 men would consider that a, a real <laughs> a, treat, a delicacy. <laughs> but there have been a lot of people that say they smell smoke. Okay, yeah. and I've heard that a lot. But it went from hairspray to dirty feet. And yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's causing it. Now, do, can you smell other things? I can smell everything. I think now. But, but you have to walk. You have to walk into like Texas Roadhouse to to smell steak or right. or the stuff. Or the but if you just walk into a regular room, you automatically smell dirty feet. No like matter just what. just sitting here, mm-hmm. and it, and it comes and goes. So I'll I'll sit here for ten minutes and smell nothing. And then I'll just get it. Like, I can almost taste it. At this moment? At this moment right now, I can smell dirty feet. Yeah. And it has been that way for at least three weeks. And the three weeks before that, it was hairspray. And the, I don't know how many weeks before that, it was nothing. And when I say nothing, you guys have heard about my gagging about dog poop. Yeah. Nothing. Like, you could have rubbed dog poop on my face. Nothing. Nothing. Well, seeing Robbie, like, you know... The little, uh, was it diffusers where you put the yeah essential oils, essential oils in? Yeah. I mean, those are strong. Yeah. And when she got it, like she put the stuff in, she's like, well, this stuff isn't working. I'm like, it is bad in here. Yeah. You've got to be kidding. And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yes, like this needs to be turned off. And then she like went and grabbed an orange and cut it and just started smelling. She's like, oh gosh. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. That was <laughs> wow. the, and the and what what tipped me off was I was in my truck driving and I had a Sonic Mint and I thought man I'm gonna eat that Sonic Mint I don't know how long it's been there yeah. they never my, go bad threw it in my mouth nothing no taste nothing yeah couldn't smell it couldn't taste it and um, we used Arm and Hammer um, very strong toothpaste where it burns It'll your burn, throat, your yeah. nose, everything. Your eyes and everything, right when you put it in. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you right <laughs> now. Guys, this is the next shirt. It's just, it's just nothing. nothing. <laughs> I smell nothing, but now I smell dirty feet. Yeah. Well, w- so, which would you rather have? Uh, the dirty feet. The dirty feet. Yeah, because that, that, that way has I to be scary. To no, I mean, you not be able to smell anything. Right. Yes. Well, you know, since you can't confirm or deny that it was COVID. Right. Maybe we ought to get you checked for an aneurysm. An aneurysm. <laughs> and that's... That's, that's that's where Robbie. That's where Ro- I mean, you got you got one more month. Tell that story. Tell tell a little bit of what you went through over the last year. That's probably <laughs> probably one of the reasons I haven't been podcasting lately. Um, when was this? Uh, April, I believe it was April. Um, 
I think this year has just been weird. Um, on a Monday, Robbie had said she was kind of dizzy and, uh, we all remember that I had vertigo yeah. and I said, Oh no. I said, I think you probably got vertigo cause it, it, it hits like this, like the room moves and everything. And then on a Tuesday, she still had it felt a little bit better, but still had it. Then Wednesday barely had any kind of, uh, dizziness at all. And then Thursday, um, we were getting, she could not move in the bed without throwing up because everything was spinning. She said, or actually tilted to the side. And so when she'd go to move, it would shift and then she would throw up. And so I just thought she was sick or had vertigo. So I got Logan ready. I got Ledger ready. And, uh, Robbie is not a crier. She's not um, a person that is a, she's not a weak person. I'm not saying that somebody who cries is weak or anything like that. You just never know what's wrong with Robbie because she's super tough. And she was, she just kept saying something's wrong with me, something's wrong. And so I, I took Logan to school, had Ledger with me, came back and I said, when I get back, we're going to the emergency room. So we left, I dropped Ledger off with my nephew and his wife took Robbie to the emergency room. They get in there. The doctor comes in and just says, it sounds like vertigo, like something's loose in there. So we'll, uh, we'll get you medication. And, uh, and then I let him know that she had passed out. And, uh, he said, well, that's odd. He's like, okay, well, let's just go ahead and do like an, it's not an MRI, but like a cat scan or something like that. They could do it, the emergency room. And so then I drove, um, I had to go run an errand or something because I thought it was vertigo. And then I get a phone call as I'm almost back uh, to get her. And the doctor on the phone is like, is it Mr. Shuck? And I was like, yes. And he's like, okay, this is Dr. Blah, blah at the uh, emergency room. I was like, okay. And he's like, um, I, I've got some news about your wife. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm pulling in. He's like, oh, you're pulling in. He's like, okay, I'll just wait. I'm like, uh, okay. And so I come in and they found this mass in her brain on the uh, x-rays or whatever they took. And uh, he immediately says, I don't know what it is. It looks like a tumor. We're rushing you to OU Medical. And that day we got rushed. They said it was a, uh, she got woke up at five in the morning from this team of doctors when she finally fell asleep. And they're like, it's a tumor. It's large. And we don't know what. Uh, we don't know what's going to do. And she's like, okay, <laughs> well, I guess I'll go back to sleep now. And uh, we were kind of the, I mean, it was just crazy what happened. Then her surgeon found out it was a cavernous malformation, which is pretty much benign, but it's a cluster of capillaries. She had an aneurysm. It busted one of the blood vessels, which, you know, messed up her brain. Um, swelling uh, almost killed her. And that's what all the dizziness and all of that was. And uh, they got had it removed surgically, said it was all gone. And then a week later, uh, well, a week and a half later, she got an infection and uh, almost died from that. And then uh, they put a pick line in her that was a 24-7 medicine running through her heart for six weeks. And uh, so now everything seems fine. But yeah. wow. <laughs> we'll see. So... It's been a, uh, it's you been know, a pretty terrible year. I got the feeling, you know, before all of this, you know, that Robbie wasn't the type of person that was scared of much. 
Mm-hmm. And now I know she can't. She's not scared of anything. Nothing. She's gonna be. Nothing. She's gonna be. Yeah, nothing. She's gonna be the most fearless person. Oh man. The only thing she was scared of is, uh, I mean, not seeing her kids anymore. Well, of course. I don't yeah. know if I where I was in that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's probably kids, her parents, new season of Gossip Girl, me, <laughs> but. You know, yeah. I, I, at least you're in the top five. I would assume top five. Yeah, I'm just assuming it. <laughs> what I you love know. about the whole situation is, you know, <laughs> Carrie Shuck doesn't like to be undone. You know, he doesn't like anybody to outdo him. Yeah, don't show, don't nope. show up, Carrie. No, you're not going to show Carrie up. Nope. So, I, tell tell him what happened to Carrie Shuck. <laughs> <laughs> so then, in August. After Robbie's got all this attention <laughs> for, for half of the year, I decided to go play basketball one night and get a, a grade three sprain. If anybody's Googling that one, it's all the ligaments torn in your ankle um, that have blown up my my foot. I guess we can put that on Facebook, too. <laughs> was just grossly large. It was, it was large. <laughs> it was, and on my body, it just was even worse. No. And I, we, the first doctor was like, hey, there's no broken bones, so you can go home. And so it was 1.30 in the morning, and I was like... How'd you get to the hospital? Oh, okay, an ambulance. <laughs> he had to go by ambulance. I, the thing is, okay, so playing basketball... And that's I, because Robbie wouldn't come pick you up. Oh, that, that <laughs> she wouldn't come pick me up from the from the hospital but so we're there i've never had a broken bone i've torn my achilles and the achilles hurt for about a 60 seconds but it didn't hurt to the degree of like severe pain it just was like so uncomfortable and then it just stopped mm-hmm. this is was the worst pain i have ever felt in my entire life. And I kept thinking it was broke. And then when the ambulance got there, like, oh yeah, there's a protrusion. <laughs> that was the ligaments unraveled, mm. like <laughs> sticking out of my leg. And, uh, but the thing is like the guys playing basketball, they were like, they didn't know what was going on. But I mean, I was crying. I was hitting the ground. Like any movement made it hurt so much worse. And they had to cut my, they were about to cut my Jordans to get my foot off. To, to get to look at it, and I told the guy, I said, "You better not cut <laughs> Don't you those shoes." I said, can "Cut my leg off above the knee before you do that." I told him, "I said, if it's broke, it's broke. It, that's that's it." I said, "Just get the shoe off, and you can cut my sock off. I do not care, but unlace it, get it off, but do not cut that shoe." Any <laughs> fans of the show know about these Jordan Nines. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's they. Uh, and I've heard like later on because Keith has told us like our friend David was like I didn't know if he was being serious or not because but dude once it hit like it's my whole ankle just or my foot from the ankle hit the the conk I mean hit the court and I mean it just like I said worst pain ever well get to the hospital it's not broken it's it's probably a grade three sprain we can't tell now because the swelling is so bad can you have somebody come pick you up I said, my wife is mad right now that I'm in here and she ain't coming to get me. <laughs> and he said, so that ambulance had dropped me off. I hope he's still here. Is he, can he take me back home? <laughs> so he's like, do you have anybody you can call? So I text our friend Brant. Brant was up luckily at one Um, He came and got me and they just wheeled me outside and left me for, <laughs> him, for him to come get me. And I noticed after they'd wheeled me out, I looked down at my left arm and my, uh, needle still in mm. from the IV the IV yeah. the IV still in 
And I was like, uh, okay. So I have to like pull myself back in and I get to the counter where the lady's looking at me and I just lift up my arm. I'm like, is this supposed to be out? And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so they call my nurse back. He takes it out. They get me back outside. Brent takes me home. But like I was so loopy from the drugs and everything. Like you just need to talk to Brent about it. Because I know he dropped me off and <laughs> I had the little clicker from my truck or you know for the garage and he just walks back out and he's like looking at me and i just push it and i'm just standing there because i don't know how i'm gonna get in the house because <laughs> robbie ain't waking up i don't have anything but we found some crutches and uh i got inside and it, anyway you survived it. i survived it it's still bad i still am limping and, and when you tear those ligaments do they just grow back it, they'll grow back not it, so he told me when i tore the achilles he was like, you know, you can do surgery and you'll be better to where you can run properly. Or if you just don't get the surgery, it'll be about six months. The ligament will grow back and it won't be great. Yeah. But it's it'll be okay for you to do stuff because you're not a, you know, you're not a real athlete. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what he said. Um, like real athletes, like football players, whatever, they'll get get it done because they need to do stuff. On this one, I just decided I'm not doing surgery. I'm never ever ever playing basketball ever again. I'm never playing. You know, that's a rule I softball. came up with for myself about 14 years ago. Good move for you. And I have played three times since, I think. And a I mean, bad idea every no, time. It really is because guys like Carrie are all in, mm. you know, and, <laughs> and I am not. I'm here to have a good time. The first couple Ooh. of times that I, I went to play basketball with them, I thought, we're going to show up. We're going to be joking around. Ha ha. We're going to shoot and lay up, stuff like that. It ain't, it ain't like that. Well, I mean, if you, first of all, if you're going to be playing basketball at 10 o'clock at night on a, a Monday night, it's like you've got to, you've got to be committed. Right. And, so. and I wasn't. I was there to have a good time because I, you know, the FOMO and me, I knew there were going to be 12 other guys there. Yeah. That, you know, we're going to play some ball. They went hard in the paint. I, didn't yeah <laughs> and so I, you know i basically was like you know what guys just just quit asking yeah it, it's not for me <laughs> that's the i played with other another church friends um on sundays and that group is i mean there were some people that played college ball like you know not at ou but you know uco or something like that i found out last year i cannot do that stuff anymore so i had to stop playing with that group and now I can't even play with the church group, which there are some pretty good players yeah. um, at that one, but I, I can't hang with them and uh, it's just over my career. But, but you know what? You know, there's you always coaching. Look, yeah, I could coach. I could you know, coach. You're right. Keith, uh, Keith, you had a similar um, incident with your ankle in softball. I did. I never got it checked out to know if anything was torn. But it, it, it's, it was swollen. It was bad. It I was bet it was purple. a grade two. Yeah, yeah it, it could have been a, yeah, I'm well, not on that grade three level. Because you, you basically <laughs> went home. You did it. You stepped off first base wrong. And no, so I, 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 I want to say it was Brant. I want to say Brant threw I think me. It was a, Ryan. It was Ryan. Somebody threw me a ball to first base that was yeah. too high, and so I'm not going to let a ball get by me. Right. So I step on the bag and jump for it. I make the catch, but when I land, I land on the side of my yeah. foot, and it just rolls underneath me. I can't believe it doesn't happen more often. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I, both of my kids this year. Have rolled their ankles. Um, Annalie, we went to we went to Florida in at the beginning of August. Um, this was right before I couldn't taste or smell. Um, so it probably happened supposedly <laughs> right after we, we went to Disney while we were there. Mm-mm. So we went to Florida, allegedly allegedly um, for futsal, 
for Annalie. Annalie's eight years old and is on a futsal team. And they were playing in nationals for the first three or four days of our trip there. It was Mm -hmm. in Orlando. And then they were playing in Worlds for the next three or four days. So 12 games total. We, uh, we've been looking forward to this trip for almost a year. I mean, we knew it was coming, and, and it wasn't cheap. So we get down there. Annalie, they're warming up for their first game in Nationals. One minute before the first game, Annalie steps off the side of the court, rolls her ankle. And when I say rolls her ankle, it was, I mean, purple, swollen, roll, rolled it. She couldn't walk on it. And we thought, okay, we're, we haven't even gotten to the first game yet. And she's done. And Holly's looking at me like, okay, so where are we at? And I was like, it, it's bad. So we have a trainer come over, tape it up, you know, like any professional athlete should do. And what's the shot you get? Cortisone. 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 Yep. I'm just kidding. We didn't do that. But uh, <laughs> little little, uh, little <laughs> Kilmer, Coach oh, Kilmer but, from uh, yeah, yeah. Varsity Blues. Can't she play? But um, so what we ended up doing is we got it taped up. She didn't play the first game, um, but the coach looked at you know she's on the roster and has to play, and um, so we found this place that did cryotherapy. It will localize it. It was just on her ankle, and um, for she played the next eleven games while we're in Orlando, taped it up before every game, and they were charging five dollars every time you needed to get it taped. Or they charged you three. I gave them five because they charged. If you brought your own tape, they would tape it for free. But I didn't have my own tape. Yeah. Could you? Have, could you have done a good of as good I of a can. tape job? I can. We're getting to that. Oh, okay. So I watch this guy do this at least eleven times, maybe twelve, and pay for it every time. Just three days ago. Well, you paid like sixty bucks. I was going to say, if my yeah, math's we, correct. Yeah, we paid. I bet we paid more than that. Oh, wow. Because she had her favorite trainer that would tape it up to where it was perfect, where she could play, she had no problems. Another guy, he taped it too tight. This other guy taped it too loose. But she found this one guy. So, you know, I was tipping him a little bit more. He was sitting in a corner and whatever. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, he was a trainer. Like, he was paid to be there, but he was charging me (laughs) on top of that. Just a guy that wandered in and happened to have some tape. So we go to Academy or Dick's and we buy the the pre-wrap and then we buy the tape. Aubrey sprains her ankle on the trampoline the other day. Annalie comes running in. Dad, 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 Aubrey's crying, Aubrey's crying. She'd been jumping with a couple of her friends. I go out there, man, you'd think she, her leg would, was off. Right. <laughs> and I'm looking Carrie would have called it. an ambulance. And I was like, does this hurt? And she was like, no, no. Okay, it hurts right there. I was like, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I said, but I'll tape it up. I get that tape out, and I'm telling you, I gave myself five bucks after I was done because it was perfect. Yes. You know, I was an EMT for 12 years. I can can tape up an ankle. Sure, sure you can. So, yeah, I mean, we got sprained ankles all over the place. Yeah. We got probably level 1.05, level 1, probably, Annalie was probably level 2-ish. Yeah. Well, there's no way that mine was as bad as Carrie's because I I did mine and it hurt, and I sat down for a minute and then I didn't want to miss out. So I went, yeah, I went back came out back in and then you, I mean, drove home, went to CVS well, on your way home. Yeah. So, but my thing was like, while I was playing on it, it was fine. But after I got in the car and drove two blocks yeah. to CVS and just sit, letting it sit still, then I, I couldn't, I could barely put any weight on it. Yeah. 
So, but I, I still, and there's no way it was as bad as Carrie's. And mm. I've I've rolled my ankle a bunch, I, and I mean, I've always thought like, I thought those were sprained ankles, like right. when I'd be playing basketball or something, and you just have that quick roll, and you're like, oh man, I just I rolled my ankle, I my must have sprained it. That's just rolling your ankle. Right. There is degrees. Yeah. And I would call some of these players, like football players, whatever, when it's like out with a sprained ankle, I'm like, oh my, seriously, you're yeah. making all this money. Dude, I can't believe they ever come back. <laughs> that yeah. would, like I, the next day, I would be going up to like the podium, like, it's over. It's yeah. done. I, I finished never, my contract. ever playing anything ever again because that pain – and then the, you need your legs to walk. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a big deal. Uh, for, I've heard it. I've heard that said. It's it's. I mean, it's out there. But like to take a shower, I couldn't stand up in the shower to do anything. Like we got a a eighteen month old kid now nineteen month running around the house. I can't do anything. I couldn't even pick him up. You know, for, mm. for a couple of weeks. Couldn't help out my wife who just had two brain I was surgeries. Say, she can't lift anything. Cause. <sighs> so, yeah, it was a bad, uh, bad summer. What a deal. What about you, Keith? What well, hey, speaking of, speaking of sports, I wanted to run this by you guys. Yeah. Because over the last, I guess, yeah, over the last year and a half, last year, so Benjamin played baseball. He did his mm-hmm. first year of coach pitch. And the team, as as some little league teams are gonna do, the team kind of split up. Like, cause there were some boys that were getting really competitive with it, wanted to join other competitive teams. There were some boys that still weren't on that level and wanted to keep playing more of a recreational kind of style. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, we kind of gave Ben the choice: Do you want to keep doing this? And right there, I don't know if if that was the right choice or not. Since we'd already spent, we'd come up through T-ball. I mean, we'd done five, six seasons of this because we were already into coach pitch. So we gave him the choice, and he opted to not do it anymore. And so we said, okay, that's fine, but you've got to do something. Mm-hmm. You have to have some kind of activity. So he picked gymnastics, mm-hmm. which I was fine with. You know, that's not everybody's cup of tea, but I was like, you know what, let's get him out there. Let's see what he can do. No. And he he liked it. He enjoyed it. Um, but at his age, the boys that are good at it have already been doing it been for Been doing years. it for a few yeah. years, yeah. So it, it didn't fit him because the group that he got put with were much younger boys than him. And so he didn't really like that demographic in his class. And so we're like, okay, we did that for three seasons. Yeah. And then we're like okay, do you want to keep doing this? And he actually, at that point, had said he wanted to start karate. So we moved to karate. And our next-door neighbor, who he's really good friends with, the, the boy that lives next door, was going, they were both doing karate. And when the neighbor dropped out of karate to start doing tennis, Benjamin lost interest in that. Anyway, I tell this whole story to say, I think I need some advice or, or at least some encouragement because I feel like, you know, if, if I'm going to have an, uh, you know, a, an all-star child, mm-hmm. I can't let, I can't keep this, keep this up. He's got, he's got to figure something out. But that's now. A, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> In my opinion. Yeah. Um, 
You know Alex Morgan. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her. She's a soccer player. She's a soccer player. Soccer team. U.S. soccer team. Played in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't start competitive ball soccer until she was 13 years old. Okay. Um, so that that's a you know that's a big example of a girl that went all the way to the top. She's sure. extraordinary. But she was playing sports. Absolutely. She, until, I mean, she's super athletic. But but finding out. You know, at that point, hey, you know, soccer's, soccer's my thing. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't until she was 13. Um, my kids right now, they play everything. The problem with my kids is they don't want to quit anything. Yeah. You know, they, they're they athletic kids and they enjoy sports. They enjoy, enjoy the competitiveness of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they want to try it, we try it. But right. you guys know us. When we're in, we're all in. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the Jackson you know, motto. It is, man. When Aubrey got into archery at school, we ordered a bow that day. Like it was a conversation of, "Do you really want to do this?" Yeah. And it was like, "Yeah, I want to do this." Okay, we're all in. Yeah. You know, and no going and back. When, now. when I say we are all in, it's we. Mm-hmm. You know, I will be at everything that you need me to be at. I will buy you every piece of equipment you need to make yourself successful at it. But that is going to make you all in. Right. Um, now, basketball. She tried basketball for, you know, a season. Bought a basketball goal. She didn't like it. Not a big fan. So, um, actually, she liked it while she was playing it. Like, kind of like what you said about Ben. Right. When she started. And by the end of it, she was like, yeah, I tried it. I'm done with it. So, we asked her again, hey, do you want to play another season? No, I don't want to play any more of that. So, which is fine. Right. You know, but you are going let, to, let's keep looking. What are, what are we going to find that you want to do? Um, she loves soccer. We play soccer in our house. Both of our girls are playing on competitive teams. Uh, Aubrey tried out for a competitive team at the Rangers and is on the 09 team there. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I say all that to say, just keep trying. If he wants to try something, try it. And if he right. doesn't like it, don't waste your money on it because yeah. you're just going to make him miserable. You're going to spend something on and, and this may this may not be a terrible thing. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, it's not a terrible thing. My kids are both very, I think more they they are more interested in the arts. Yeah, and things. They're both musical, and they're both like Penny has taken theater classes now. So I that's not a bad thing by any means. Right. But there is still a part of me that wishes they were both really into sports yeah just to Uh, stay active right Mm -hmm. right that's what we've told logan logan is really really good at drawing for his age and he loves to draw and even his teacher took a picture of something he drew at school and sent it to robbie and she said i mean i don't want to put words in her mouth but from what robbie had said like his characters they were drawing um samson that's their story this week and he drew a character laying on a bed with like his eyebrows kind of in like a peaceful, like he had a peaceful face. And then like Delilah is above him with like this evil look. And then like the Philistines. Oh, I'm laughing just because I've got a. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he, she has scissors in her hands and they're, then they're being like sneaky. Like they yeah. have like these, de- like these Ooh, devilish grins of coming in. And she was like. I'm just imagining He-Man laying on bed and <laughs> with like the, the blonde hair. Yeah. But yeah, but the Samson character, of course, had long hair. And the thing is, it's it's not like it, it, I think it looks really good for what a six year old did. Sure. But the facial expressions, the teacher was like, 
the kids in here are just drawing circles and putting dots. Yeah. He's doing this. So yeah. I think he's going to draw, but we want him to be active. So this was his first year of like really good T-ball. Yeah. And he is one of the better ones and he is fast when he wants to be, but he likes being goofy. Yeah. His yeah. favorite <laughs> part of T-ball is sitting in the dugout with the other kids. Right. See, that is me on church night softball or basketball. <laughs> basketball. I want to be that guy. Logan was like, we were on our way to our first game. He's like, do we get to just sit in like the dugout and drink water? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't <laughs> wait. Totally going to have this some is, drinks with my friends. so great. Well, uh, my thing is, I, I feel like, so like if you look at, at, at guys that were successful and reached, you know, all these levels and whatever their their sport was, and you look back and there's a lot of them whose dads, like the, their father, was from a young age was on them about mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you know, and and when they didn't want to do it, the dad made them do it. You know, and so I wonder at times, am I like should my role be more, uh, you know, disciplinary? Not necessarily disciplinary, but you know, should I be pushing things more than I do. Because, um, I mean, I think about how my dad was with me. My dad never really encouraged me in any particular area, but he certainly mm-hmm. discouraged me from certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, mm-hmm. embarrassing story, I remember one time, <laughs> like, <laughs> when he caught me putting on my mom's bra, he put a stop, <laughs> he put a stop to that. <laughs> I mean, uh, by the, you know, so my logic is, if I'd have kept that up, I mean, I could have been running RuPaul's Drag Race by now. You know, but I mean, you could have won Women of the Year. <laughs> yeah. In some- but he put a stop to that quick. So, yeah. I, I mean, you know, he, like I said, he didn't necessarily push me to, to try these things. There was things that I, were, I was good at and that I naturally, you know, applied myself towards. But I wonder, you know, like Tiger Woods' dad, he's 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 out there making him, you know, putt until, you know. Well, and, and, but, okay, so I was going to talk about this. Like, the, the Williams sisters were living in Compton, and their dad knew the only way they could get out was to become professional tennis players. Right. Because he knew they were athletic and that they could beat, you know, the other girls. Right. And that was what their stardom was going to be. Tiger w- Woods was in his walker, could not walk, and would sit there and watch his dad putt and go pick up a putter and perfectly putt when his dad would putt in the house. Like, you give Logan a putter at that time and he just smashes it into a wall. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there are people that, I just, they have these weird gifts. That's it. That, if you look at the percentage, though, you know, of how many Tiger Woods out there how many Tiger Woods are out there compared to how many Tiger Woods are not out there? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean two percent. Yeah, and you know Ryan talks about it all the time the the percentages of kids that play high school sports that actually go to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if you have to get past that level to get to the last level, right? And and to, and to keep going and keep going. So I mean the percentage is so small that I don't know. I think. I mean, is is the goal for them to get their college paid for? Probably. I mean, on my end, as a dad. But, you know, the probability of that, you know, is, is pretty small. So, I don't know. Do you think he's going to be a professional football player? No. Then don't push it. Yeah. You know, if he wants to be a rec football player right now, have fun with it. Right. And that's where we're at with softball with Anna Lee, is our softball is a recreational team. 
Um, just like you were saying, you know, what your team split up to be. And we have done that. We've had a group of girls that went and played more com- on more competitive teams. That's not where we're at. Yeah. Um, we're more that way with soccer. But so I don't know, man. I I think just keep going until he finds something. And if you have to try them all, and by that time he's graduated high school, you know, <laughs> As we can say we tried it. I, right? I, I Absolutely. Would just, I would just say this, and this is one thing even Robbie and I are, are pushing: is for both of our boys to learn how to play golf, mm-hmm. not to play on the on the PGA Tour, but throughout your life. If Logan became like an engineer, or worked in oil and gas, or worked at a bank, or did anything, golf is always good to have. Because you're usually some business, like the business I work at now, they put together a team for scramble golf tournaments or they get together and play. And if you have clients to just go out and play golf, you know, or if you ever get to that point that you are good enough to go to Q school and become a pro, but that's something like you and Ben, because you guys live on a golf course, basically, you can just go out there and hit balls. And if he gets to like it, it's one of those things I told Logan as you grow up it's good to know how to play golf and he'll go outside and he'll hit balls with me yeah. and he's getting better. But ledger, I, I don't know what Ledger's going to do, but he's, he's going to play some kind of sport. I get, you can see it. The before ledger could walk, he was putting a bat up and swinging a bat perfectly. He has a golf club that he swings and hits the golf ball almost every time. And, I see it with him. I never saw that with, with Logan. And I don't know if it's like a Tiger Woods thing. It's probably not. I'm, pro- it's, yeah. I'm probably seeing that in my mind. But even Robbie will say, like, he's different. Well, I'll say this. So, Ben, we got him a drum set a couple of years ago for Christmas. And I've never pushed music on him, but I've had it there. like, Because mm-hmm. that's really my dream for him. And for Penny as well, both of them to be able to play instruments. But that, that's a college scholarship. Right, Absolutely. right, right, yeah. right, right. And so we got the drums for Ben, and I have never pushed that on him, like lessons or made him sit down to do it. I wanted that to be a fun thing for him to just figure out. And he he's done that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be in the living room, and I'll hear him in there, and he's playing a beat, like a straight, he's got headphones on. Yeah, and he's listening to music and he's playing along with it and he's keeping time and it's like he hasn't had any lessons he's just figured this out and then he started taking piano lessons and he's had three lessons and his teacher is telling me he's already advanced to a level two he's down there playing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. after three lessons like with chords and things Yeah, like it's nuts and, and Penny she's been doing piano for a few years now and so she's she's great and she's, she's doing, she just got a part in the Christmas play where she's singing all these parts and she's, she's doing the acting stuff. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that I don't want them in that direction, you know, cause I certainly do. That's yeah. really, cause I feel like Jennifer and I both, that's where we, you know, your kids are going to be like you in a lot of ways. So I feel like they're definitely taken after us in that sense. But I guess I, I don't want to feel like I'm failing in a certain way when it comes to the sports aspect of things. You're definitely not failing because like we said, like it's 2% of the population is playing professional sports. Yeah. And so if you put all your eggs in one basket to become 
a professional baseball player, you know, football player, golfer. Part of it, part of it too, might be like because you guys probably think about this too. Like because I, I remember playing baseball when I was in like grade school and middle school, mm-hmm. and then and I didn't have somebody to push me in, you know. And like I think back on it, like oh man, I could have been so good. <laughs> like I was, I was good, but if I had somebody to push me to do it, I could have been great. Yeah. You know, so I, maybe there's a part, something in the back of my head that's like, do I, am I, am I doing my kids a disservice by not pushing but, them in a, in but, a direction? But what if Ben, when, you know, when he's 30 something years old, is going, going to sit there and go, man, you know, I used to keep a beat on the drums, but my dad never really pushed me on it. Yeah. So I just, mm-hmm. I was just like, whatever. He doesn't want me to do that. So yeah. I started playing the guitar. Uh, we've told Logan, <laughs> I, I can tell you this. I've told, we've told Logan, he will play one sport. Mm-hmm. And he will learn one instrument. Mm-hmm. He can pick whatever it is. Uh, so yeah. if he starts guitar and he's like, I just don't, I don't like how this is. I'm like, let's try piano. You know, let's try the violin. Let's try the oboe. Let's try drums. Like he's going to know how to play an instrument for church or whatever when, as he gets older. And he's going to play a sport. He might not even play a sport in high school, but for junior high to where you can just go join a team, he's going to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Aubrey Aubrey has started with the clarinet. Awesome. You know, and she's what is it? Go big red? Yeah. So she's starting to keep that beat. We're we're not musically gifted in our house like you guys. Robbie was first chair clarinet. If no he, if she needs any joke. help. She needs any help. Oh, all in. I've seen I've I've seen <laughs> you know, it. We are all in. <laughs> and then that and that's a tough one for me. Yeah. Because you guys, you know, you bring a guitar in the house. Well, you guys can show them how to play that. I can't play any instruments except my my voice is. My but you instrument. can sing, okay? So I beautifully. I don't sing. I don't play an instrument. You've sang the national anthem on this very show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you, you guys will concur that I cannot. Sing. You know what, guys? If we can just get one more rendition. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is, like, my daughters want to play clarinet. I have nothing, you know, yeah, nothing inside of me. Is real enthusiastic about that, <laughs> but like I said, with everything, we are all in. Yeah. yeah. So you know, she has a clarinet that she brings home that we got from um, Tanya Wyatt, hey. which was brought to hey. you by the Big Boy Pants Podcast. We did. We got some people married on the <laughs> yeah, show. We Matchmakers. Did. You know, and they've been happily married for a long time. Um, <laughs> we've apologized to Tanya many times. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, good told hey. Doug he's welcome. <laughs> yeah, good so. job for Doug for playing it. So cool for that first year and a half to get married. Yeah. Bamboozled is what we call it. <laughs> now, did does Holly play any instruments? Uh, Holly played. I want to say the frumpet. Is that a thing? <laughs> no. Is it? Wait, 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 wait. So. <laughs> is that, what was it? It's something like. That. I'm telling you, I gotta Google you, might it, please, well, God. you guys might as well be <laughs> talking be Star so Wars with me. <laughs> Is it a frumpet? <laughs> what? I'm, now I'm going to have to text her and see what she played. Um, <laughs> oh, if it's correct, Keith, you're going you're gonna... to... Oh my gosh, it is. It's one of those tiny little... Oh, yeah. Hold so, on. Laugh it up, Keith. I'm <laughs> but, sorry. But see, here, sorry. see that's, the, that's the thing. Is it? That is. Wait, <laughs> wait, no, it just it's, says trumpet. Doesn't say frumpet. Even Google thought I was I stupid. Thought, I thought he was. I thought he was trying to say trumpet. No. He legitimately thought it was frumpet. No, there really is. There's, oh. there's a frumpet. 
Oh. It's a, it looks like a trumpet. Why would you pick? Why would you pick the the most <laughs> obscure <laughs> instrument? But, oh. that, but that, see, that's that the thing. Like, like, a, like a and when I say Holly played that, it wasn't like she was you know traveling the country <laughs> playing it. Here, can we call oh. her and get her on the show real well, quick I, I, and talk I about this trumpet? You know whether or not she's awake. Ever right since now, I was I a know. child, I dreamed of playing the trumpet. <laughs> the trumpet. But you know, like like I said, we're all in. You want to play it? <laughs> we you got one. And she brings it home and she practices. And, you know, I went into an instrument store for the first time the other day and got her some reeds. What'd you go in? The one up in Edmond, right there on 33rd and Broadway Extension. Larson? I think it's a Larson. Is what, it a Larson? No, Larson's wait, over on Northwest Expressway, I thought. I, no, I thought they had another one. They okay, could. So if you, they absolutely if you could. Google what is a frumpet, it takes you to a definition of a trumpet. Okay. But I looked on you. you man, so, so if you go down a little more, there's a YouTube clip of a guy playing it, and it says "frumpet evolution" or something. So, it's there. <laughs> I just clicked the Urban Dictionary <laughs> for frumpet, and it's something completely okay, different. It might not be the frumpet, guys. Is it going to be like? Wait, I don't want to be derogatory. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all are gonna yeah. make me call her and wake her up. No, no, hang on. No, I'm gonna. <laughs> okay, so there's a there's a French horn. French there. horn. She played the French horn. <laughs> oh okay. my gosh. Yeah. It was a French horn. Was it the French what horn? Did you, what did she <laughs> I made a, all right, I'm gonna build me one of them tomorrow. All right. What just are you so. We're all in on this frumpet. When we're in No, not frumpet. We're all, we're all in. in on the clarinet right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well the Big Boy Pants <laughs> so podcast is way. gonna start a frumpet. Yeah. French horn? Frumpet right? band. French horn is way different. No. <laughs> okay. She just sent me a text back. French horn. <laughs> Did you ask if she played I the frumpet? Called it a frumpet. So you basically put French and, now and then put and trumpet I'm together to create frumpet. Bullied. <laughs> Only somebody that was a me- uh, oh. EMT for twelve years <laughs> yeah. would, yeah, would know a frumpet. I actually that makes me feel good, Josh. Yeah. I'm so glad you said. I'm so glad you called it a frumpet. I, I'm trying. That made my day. Listen, I played sports, okay? <laughs> yeah, did, yeah. Like I said, you guys are the instrument people. You sang, you played instruments, you sing. I played sports. I played football and I played baseball. So I, I also played sports and baseball. But I, I said all that to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say all that to say that's not my thing. Yeah. The, the clarinet, um, Lee's got a piano in her room. That's not my thing either. Yeah. Um, I've got a guitar in my room. Yeah. That's not my thing. Yeah. So, but I it's don't know. good that you encourage because there's going to be a point in time because I think Logan's very smart. Um, and I've had a lot of people tell me being around Logan that he's smart. He's going to come in and he's going to be like, Dad, what's 2x minus one? And I'm like, Oh, yeah. It's a variable. <laughs> I said, you I don't know, know why they're putting letters Ooh. in those things, but go talk to mom. They, they have, they, they don't let them do math like we did. Like, I'm sitting there trying to write it out like, you know, division problems or yeah. whatever. And, and then my kids will show me how they do it. And it's some completely different technique. That way gets to the do right it. answer? Yeah, it gets the right answer both ways. But it's like they do it like backwards. Like, huh. I don't know how. The, I don't know. Okay. So I, so I said, <laughs> okay. So I send Holly a text that says, um, what instrument did you play? She says French horn. I said, I called it a frumpet. And now I'm being bullied. 
She said, you're not wrong. I quit long before marching band, but that's what French horn players march with, is a frumpet. Uh, the it, one in the middle is a frumpet. The bigger one is a trumpet. No. Like I said, that YouTube clip clearly was said frumpet on it. Frumpet okay. Elev- okay. evolution. Okay. So. so there you go, Keith. I mean, you know what? I'll, yeah. so. <laughs> You've bested me again, John. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not disagreeing on this one. <laughs> I, just, so. I wish I wish there... You may be right. I'll concede that. But uh, how great would it be if, if you just made that up? <laughs> it would I be just, so good. I was doing the Little Miss Muffet like, rhyme in my head because I was like... What was she sitting on? Was it a frumpet? Was she frumpet? Did she have something that was... <laughs> Little Miss Muppet sat on a frumpet? Okay, are well, you I saying just Muppet? Trying... No. Are you saying Muppet? Muffet. Muffet. And you're saying Muffet. Is it... Little Miss, Miss Muffet, Muffet, Muffet sat on her tuffet. Okay, because I heard you say Muppet. Well, yeah, we're talking about Miss Muppet, right? Is it Miss Muppet? <laughs> okay. Is it Pan or Pam? I thought it was... <laughs> are you I'm saying sorry, Pan? <laughs> It's, Hello. It's a D at the lady. end. It's, the D is silent. <laughs> no, it's Pam. <laughs> oh, no, goodness. I, All right. So so what were we talking about? Just they're, kids they're, quitting. Yeah. I, you know, I, I honestly think if... I think your kid, in order to be really good at sports, has to already have a competitive nature about them. Mm-hmm. And Logan... Does not have that competitive yeah, nature. He wants my kids do. He wants now, to they, see people succeed. They have a competitive nature against each against other. each other. But that, yeah. but that won't. That's because it's they're called a rivalry. Yeah, that's a sibling rivalry. But if I've watched Ben when I was helping um, with the young kids uh, on Wednesday nights mm. play dodgeball, and from a young age when I saw um, Cooper Summers swing a baseball bat, I was like. He does that well. If he's competitive and he wants to do that, I mean, if he has a competitive nature, he'll be good at it. When he's playing dodgeball, like, it's kill or be killed Yeah. when you see him. When you see sweet Ben out there, Ben just comes and stands by me. And yeah. he's just like, man, these kids can just hit themselves with hey, balls. Carrie, I'm done. Carrie, who do you think's going to win? <laughs> and I'm just like, Ben, you sit here the entire time, man. Because... Yeah. I I do think because like when we talk about Tiger Woods, he had that killer instinct where he was just like, I don't want anyone else to be better than me, which you know that works for them. But I'd rather I like seeing the kids that are just like, you know what, these other kids can just have fun and hit themselves <laughs> with balls. I'm I'm good. See, my kids are both like that, but in a different way. Anna Lee is very upfront with, I want to be the best, play the best, play with the best. You know, loud about it. Mm-hmm. Aubrey is that quiet, competitive type, kind of like that's the way Holly is. Mm-hmm. Is that quiet? You know, I'm I am going to go 100 percent on you. You know, you're just not going to see it coming. So it's, yeah. that's that's the Native American in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where Anna Lee, um, <laughs> Anna Lee is like, I'm coming 100. percent I'm going to let you know right now. Um, so she's got she's got that swagger like her she, dad. She's got that competitive. <laughs> She's a trash talker. Annalie is Deion Sanders. I'll, yeah, I'll take that right there. Yeah, And Aubrey is like Kurt Warner. Yes. Because at the end of it, you know, Kurt Warner wants to win, but then he would show up at a place and just pay for somebody's meal, like right. another player's meal. <laughs> yes. And he's just like, man, hey, we're just, ha- hey, we're athletes, man. This is great. <laughs> yeah, we're all playing together. We're, this is, this is awesome stuff. But 
you know, he's wearing a shirt that says, I hope both teams do good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I hope I win, but if I don't, I want the other team to. Yes. Yes. That's sometimes better to have that kid. But Logan has, he's starting to turn it on. The other night he was three for three with, he scored a run and had two RBIs and we got beat. Like, like these kids in T-ball were getting the ball at the pitcher and just chunking it to first base, and they were catching it. They got three outs mm. almost every inning. Um, but Logan, he bats left, and now I'm trying to teach him to bat right on certain occasions. But at the end of it, he was like, did we win? And I said, no. you got Because the week before, we played um, Nick Williams and his wife's son's team, Jack, yeah. and they crushed us. Yeah. Like, crushed. I, co- I coached Nick Williams' daughter. You do? I did. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. Um, so at the end of it, he was kind of like laughing. He's like, uh, how do we do? I was like, you guys got crushed in T-ball. <laughs> like, every, it only goes five in, five runs, and you guys move out. You lost 20 to 11. Like, that's not good. And so the whole week, Logan had to, like, I didn't keep telling him, like, when he woke up, like, remember when you got killed? He was like, man, we got really, we got beat bad. And he was telling people. Like they're like, hey, how's your week? We got beat really bad in T-ball. <laughs> so the other night we got beat fifteen to eleven, but we batted last <laughs> to get to eleven. And uh, he was like, "Did we win?" I was like, "No, you got beat again." He's like, "Oh, I hate losing." And I was like, "Oh, here it comes. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's beat that." But the thing is, I don't want him to be me. Yeah. To the point that you're forty two years old, show up at ten o'clock at mm. night to play basketball and destroy your ankle yeah. just because you're competitive. Well, so I think. So just to kind of recap all that, the reason I brought that up was I think there's part of me that was just wanting your guys' opinion about the sports aspect of things. But I mean, I know overall that's not an important thing. Like it's my a, kids are my it's kids important, are, Keith. Well, <laughs> well, maybe I misread the room here. <laughs> uh, but I, I think overall, I mean, I'm super proud of my kids. They have they both have really good hearts. They're they're good kids, mm-hmm. and they love Jesus. You know, I. I I I think we're doing something right, but right. I, I did want to just pick you guys' brains about that. I do want to say one last thing about Logan T-Ball. Um, it was after the first game. We are getting in the car, and we're like, did you have fun? Like, yeah, I sure did. It was really fun. Um, hey, did you know that this player doesn't know about Jesus? And I was like, do what? <laughs> and he said, yeah. I asked him if he knew about Jesus, and he said, no. Um, my mom says that's just a story. And he said, no, no, Jesus loves you and he's, he's real. And when we die, cause we're all going to die, we are going to go to heaven and we get to spend eternity with him and he's going to bless us and take care of us. And we're going to sing songs and we're going to party and it, it's just going to be the greatest time ever. And like, I just sat there and looked at Robbie and I was like, if, if he doesn't ever play anything again, he like worshiped to a kid at yeah. T-ball and like told him about maybe that's why he needed to play T-ball for yeah. this kid. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's going to be way more important than him going three for three. Now, I'll tell you a story on Anna Lee that happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, during the Western days, they always have a mile fun run. You know, it's where they do it by age group, first grade go or, you know, like kindergarten or first grade will go, then second grade, and then third grade, and then fourth grade. This year, the the top 15 got a medal. And in the third grade, there were a lot of girls running. Mm-hmm. And they divided up between boys and girls. And they all run together, but they divided up on the podium and all that. 
Well, Anna Lee comes around this corner, and we had been getting up at 5.30 in the morning, 5.45, and going and running, mm-hmm. like, the few weeks before that. The girls would be up and ready. They're, I was like, if you're going to run, we're going to run in the morning. And so we'd run over to our friends and pick their daughter up, and we'd run a mile, run back, drop her off, run home. They'd get in the shower, get ready for school. And we did that for, for a few you know, few weeks leading up to it. So we get out to the track, and I told you, Annalie is a I, I want to win mm-hmm. kind of person. She got second in it two years ago. They didn't do it last year because of COVID, but she was second place last year or two years ago. So, like, her goal was to win it. Well, she wasn't going to win it this year. So she comes around the track, and she's, like, in 12th place. She's going to get a medal. And she starts slowing down, and I'm yelling, let's go, let's go, let's go, slowing down. She ends up 16th place. So I get over there, and her best friend was right behind her. I said, bud, what did did you slow down for? And she goes, well, Sadie was crying. I didn't want her to have to run by herself. (laughs) <laughs> like that's it you're doing, you know you get it you're doing a so, great job josh she didn't she didn't want her best friend running by herself because she was hurting she was crying and she said i didn't want her running by herself yeah i was like but you could have got a medal <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing if annalee would have continued to run she probably would have got 15th yeah best friend would have got 16th game over i mean how you know that's devastating when your your best friend's holding this medal barely yeah right and you you have nothing and um yeah it it, it is like the way it worked out was perfect they both were right on that edge of you almost got a medal but you know this happened yeah aubrey ran it her goal was to get a medal she's never gotten a medal um she got a medal this year and she (laughs) and i kind of got onto her a little bit because she got 12th the girl that got eleventh was wearing overalls. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, she was up feeding the cows this morning. Western anyway. days. I was like, "Hey, you did great, buddy, but you let the girl in overalls beat you." <laughs> She's like, "Shut up, Dad! I beat so and so." Which this girl we thought was going to win it. Yeah, Aubrey was like three three people in front of her. So, so very proud of both of them. Yeah, Aubrey ran hard. Now Aubrey would run her mile and be coming back heading to the house. Well, me and the other two were still running to the half mile point. You know, she was, she would, she now, was were you, getting a medal this year. Were you setting the pace for those girls, or were they? Setting no, the pace Aubrey, for you? Aubrey set the pace. Are you talking about the little ones? The little ones. Well, they're eight. Yeah, and um, yeah, they, <laughs> I'm still sa- same question though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tried. Your daughter's eight. Dude, they were yeah, eight and twelve, and they they were smoking me. Yeah, but these are these are competitive soccer players dude yeah. they play yeah. four games That's a week all you do in soccer is run they train <laughs> i mean they they train for this yeah. and i was i was asleep and i'm a few pounds overweight i might have had covid at one time hey, there's a there's just you reminded me of something there's this boy that lives across the street who's i want to say 12 or 13 and he he's always out in the front yard practicing baseball and um we were out there playing in the front yard and uh the kids were riding bikes or whatever, and I'm out there in the street, and he's over there. He challenges me to a race. Oh, game on. And now listen, I'm not the fastest man in the world, but I'm over 100 pounds lighter than I used to be. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little spring in my step when I want to. There you go. And I smoked this kid. I smoked him. We went we went mailbox to mailbox, uh, two mailboxes length, so I don't know how far that was. But <laughs> I, I, I mean, I had, I had probably 10 feet 
in front of him. I, I, I mean, I turned it off. <laughs> yeah, you, I turned it off. I love that. I'm, <laughs> I think. I, oh, go ahead. I used to do that in youth where I'm like, all right, let's race. You know, I was 27. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now I'm almost 40, and I don't dare do it. Yeah. Because I will embarrass myself. Now, if I would, if I would have hit some loose gravel, man, it would have been game <laughs> over. <laughs> That's probably the worst thing about this injury, and I have thought about this before, is because of how fast I was. Because mm-hmm. um, now I just limp, and I can't, I can't put weight on to run at all. Sometimes, if I want to smile, I think about how. I would think about Carrie standing on second base and the second baseman holding the ball and Carrie stepping off the base and back on. <laughs> just, and the guy keeps trying to tag him and Carrie's too fast. And now I've just, if anybody challenged me to a race, it's like, I can't do it. And uh, that that's what kills me because I was like, if it would have been before August 9th, oh, oh yeah, I'll race you. And there would no one would have a chance. And now Logan can smoke me yeah. <laughs> because Logan can actually just run. Yeah. I tell you what, I'll tape you up next time, and then I'm, we'll get you on the track. Okay. If when you guys see my ankle, I'll take a picture of it tonight to show you. It's not good, and it's never. It's obviously never going to be good again. But you know, at least I can walk now, uh, somewhat. You can walk. play golf. Yes, like that's all I'm going to do is play golf. And shot an 83 the other day, mm. um, at a course I'd never played, and uh, so I'm excited about that. It looks like things are going well. When when they say someone is a scratch golfer, does that mean they can sh- they just shoot par? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're you're pretty much around par, maybe one or two strokes over, but you know so the, you're close. Is, is that so? When someone's handicapped, like, or when you say a handy, your what's your golf handicap? That's mm-hmm. like that's how many strokes over par. Yeah, and I think it's are. it's a weird way of like. I watched a professional guy that was almost a professional talk about it, and he's like a plus two. So he usually will shoot, if it's 72, like 70 or 69, something like that. Mm, but okay. that's under, even though he put, says plus. But like for you and me, like I think I am a minus nine. Like I'm usually about nine strokes over what oh, okay. par would be, uh, maybe 10 uh, now. But I think that's about where I'd be at now. So. I shot a 58 this morning. Shoot. I was in a, a skeet shooting competition oh, okay. this morning. Oh, okay. True, true story. Yeah. Um. Out of 100, I shot 58. That's good, isn't it? Matt Conway shot 91. Mm. Okay, well, he's a professional. Matt Conway before, okay, it was me, Matt Conway, Mitchell Kofer, Boone, and Ryan Hall. We all shot this morning. Matt went up and paid them, and he goes, Josh, hey, I went ahead and paid for us to drop your score (laughs) before we even shot. Yeah. Two years ago, we got first. Last year, we got second. And so our goal was to get first again this year, and we did. We hey, won it this job. year, and uh, but it was because we dropped my score. You have won a skeet shooting contest and a golf scramble tournament this year. This year, yeah. Just big boy pants podcast yeah. bringing home the we're, trophies. We're doing it, guys. <laughs> I will say this because I had injured myself. I didn't get to play in the scramble tournament on that team. Um, they picked up a pl- player that was. Probably a lot better than than I am anyway, so it was probably easy. But I I I went around the course with them. It was the greatest round of golf I'd ever got to see between four people. I uh, <laughs> Pastor Rob came up to me and he goes, "Hey, I'm trusting you. Is that score real?" I said, "Yes, sir. I don't, I, mean, I don't have any reason to to lie about it, a golf yeah. score in a church tournament." But there was holes where Josh was probably the least experienced of the four and he'd hit it to within like 
seven to ten feet of the flag. And then the other guy and then my brother. My brother's pretty close to a scratch golfer. And my brother would get like six feet. The other guy would get to five. And then Brant would put it to three. Like, I'm just sitting there like, there's no duffs. Somebody doesn't hit a bad shot. It was everyone was hitting. We, we had every part of that course covered. Everywhere. I mean, it, it, he would he drove it 300 plus yards on one hole. And then the guy, the other guy hit it like 280, but on the left side. So if they wanted to look at the pin that way, they could, it was just the craziest round of golf I've ever watched. I think it was hole number one. I hit it pin high off the drive. Yeah. Six foot off the green. For, on a par four. Yeah. I mean, it, I bought a new driver and I crushed it, <laughs> except for the hole that counted. Yeah. <laughs> the, for long the, the, drive the long hole. drive. And I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Brant outdrove me, and I I took the long way to the middle of the fairway. This is the first long hole drive. And I, and if Brant wasn't there, I would have yeah, I would have won. It. Yeah. So I I have a, I had a little bit of a little slice on it, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. And it just put a little curve into it, took a little bit of distance out, and then Brant got up there and just annihilated his right down the middle, probably twenty five yards past mine. Yeah. And and he got to take that money home. But But that's the thing about it, because I knew when we got to like fifteen in, like it'd been all birdies and one eagle at this point. And I was like, no one's going to believe this score because it's just, it seems impossible. Right. But when you birdie every hole and eagle two of them, that's what you're going to get. And it was, there was one, there was one where like, okay, there's a par three. Josh had hit it to about 30 feet from the hole and everybody else had kind of was, was a little bit off. His was the best putt. He walked up there. I'm like, I said, this is going to be our first par. And Josh drops one from 30 feet away. And he's the first one to putt. And we were just like, this is <laughs> this is amazing. Like Keith, you played in that tournament. You were I right did. behind us. Yeah, I saw I saw some some uh some faint I, I saw your celebrations, also I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's pretty much what I told him. I was like, hey guys, nobody can really see us. Just cheer every time we get up here. <laughs> now I will say on that long drive hole mm-hmm. that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Keith calls and he was like, "Hey, according to my range finder, you're like um, three fifteen out." And I was like, "Yeah, well, according to where I'm at right now, I'm three twenty five. <laughs> so <laughs> don't take anything off my drive." But no, yeah, it was nice. It was, it was nice. fun. It was a lot of fun. Man, I'm glad we got back in here. You know, but, it feels it feels right. It feels natural. I wanted to tell you guys really quick about what I've been up to in the last several months because you guys know, and I think I've talked about it on here before, that I've been going to garage sales and looking for golf clubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've upped my game a little bit. Now I'm looking for everything <laughs> that will sell on eBay. Is I'm doing reselling on Keith, eBay. Keith Bay. On Keith Bay. And and it is it is nuts what people buy. Mm-hmm. So they're buying nuts. They're buying nuts. <laughs> they're buying nuts. So I would I would watch these YouTube videos of people buying golf clubs at garage sales, and I'm like, okay, I kind of know what to look for. And originally, I was just looking for golf clubs that I could use mm-hmm. to try and get better. And then if I didn't like that club or whatever, I'd sell it and try to make a little money. And then that kind of led me to other YouTube videos of people finding other things at garage sales and selling them. And it's like, okay, so you're telling me. You can pay a couple bucks for something at a garage sale, and then somebody's going to buy that thing on eBay for fifty or sixty bucks. 
And so I tried it out a few times and it it really happens. Mm-hmm. And so I've been going to garage sales like crazy. And Jennifer will vouch like our garage and and the study are full of just junk. I'll vouch. Just junk that, <laughs> that I've been picking up. And I mean, I'm selling probably half a dozen things a week on eBay and I'm make I'm making money. It's nuts. It's addicting. I, I bet. Did you it's, buy that cassette player right there? That it, it's a record player, yes. And a record player. I bought that for two dollars. I'm keeping that. It's yeah. a Panasonic. I don't know what model it is, but it plays and works great. And I've found a ton of old records that are worth a lot of money. Vinyls. But I'm Get keeping them. I think I'm keeping them. Uh-huh. But I did find a Bose. Um, this was last weekend. I found, I paid five dollars for a Bose equalizer. And it was one of those old ones that had like the wooden case around it. You know, the one with like the mm-hmm. all yeah. the old Bose stereo mm-hmm. stuff. Paid five dollars dollars for it. Two days later, I sold it for one hundred and eighty. Wow! On eBay, dude, that is like one hundred and seventy-five dollars more. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, if you do that math, yeah, properly. Hey, so anybody out there that wants to buy some of my junk on eBay, you can go to uh, Keith Chops. Go to eBay and search users and Keith Chops, just one word, and you can find all of my wares. <laughs> and you can put it up on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facebook Market. We, yeah, we got to get that Facebook thing going yeah. again. I hear uh, there's a new thing called TikTok. Is so it? maybe we need to do some TikTok in videos. Mm. If there was ever a person for TikTok, I think it's Carrie Shuck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean, know what it is, except my sister's candy will just text me a TikTok sometimes, yeah. like something funny. And I'm like, I have no clue what this is. I think my understanding of TikTok is that you get on there and there's this song about Applebee's. And uh-huh. you do a dance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I think I we that. can do that. I can do that. You one. know that Applebee's song, Josh? Oh, yeah. I can, you want to you play? <laughs> I guarantee it. Let's see see your TikTok video of it. it. Is, well, it's the second song. Oh, it's actually right there. It's right there on your playlist. Did you buy it on iTunes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We listened to it in the I car. Saw, I saw Remember, you. I have a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old. So, do, you know what my, do you know what my kid listens to he listens to the spider-man um into the spider-verse soundtrack and the space jam soundtrack mm. which is all hip-hop that post malone song oh, goes hard sunflower yeah dude, dude I love that we song. will rock sunflower and logan he came in the house the other day and he was like um i, I can't even think of the words like hey now you want to come around every time i see you now turn around and i'm like logan man that's so good he's like i know and i'm just <laughs> like okay yeah. But some of the words on it when it's like, She wanna ride me like a cruise yeah, and I'm yeah. like, Hey buddy, let's just let's just kinda go And he's like, No, that's not it though, Dad. And I'm like, Yeah. Let's hear let's hear your Applebee song. Do you wanna you want me to play it? I mean I thought you were gonna do the dance. Oh no, I can bring in a twelve year old that can do the dance. Like I saw I saw Josh driving down the street a few weeks back and so I called him because I saw him because you do that you know if, you, if you're driving and you see somebody sure, you yeah. know you call him so I call him and he goes he goes man you're interrupting our song and I was like what are you talking about he's like we're listening to Applebee's <laughs> we were he's and like, I was jamming yeah you were jamming and you've got it like set up through the speaker and so when somebody calls yeah, it turns it, it off yeah, yeah. yeah. Le- Logan the other day Robbie called me before she took him home from school but then she called me again and he thought I had called and I can hear him in the background like, you ruined our song. You ruined the song, Dad. And I was like, what is going on? She goes, I called him, Logan. I called him. I stopped the song. Well, turn it back on. Get him off the phone. So he loves me. Yeah. 
No well, big. you can you can do so. Both my kids, Ben has an iPod and Penny has a phone, and but if you do Spotify, imagine they do the same thing with Apple Music. But you can set up their own profiles on there, mm-hmm. and then you can allow you you can set limits for certain. You know, you can't can't mm-hmm. access these types of things. Anyway, but both of them will pull up their own playlists of stuff. Man, I love that because I I just remember being a kid and having my my Walkman, you know, my yeah. tape, my cassette singles, you know, that I'd pick out. So I love seeing my kids enjoying music and certain songs and stuff. I wish that I had their technology. Oh, dude. Uh, the fact that I had to pick which CDs I want to take with me in the little CD pouch. Yeah. Because you couldn't bring like your big CD pouch to <laughs> yeah. some like away games or something. And you just have like, oh, I should have brought John and, and you couldn't, you couldn't jog <laughs> with it. Oh, yeah. It might have had an anti-skip on it, nah, but it didn't that, that work That doesn't enough. do anything, no. anti-skip. Now, you'd run like with your hands out holding it yeah. and trying yeah. not to bounce at all. And then I'd be like, you know, talk about the CDs. Like, okay, what am I going to bring this time? Okay, yeah, I'm going to bring boys to men. Yeah, what? of course. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> if you yeah. find an old CD case of mine right now, I guarantee you that blue boys to men CD <laughs> is on top. With the two? Matter uh-huh. of fact... The li- we had one of those under the counter CD players in in the kitchen mm. where it was just kind of yeah. yeah and uh, had a timer all this. When I took that down to throw it away, I pulled a boys to men CD out of it. Let's wow. wait till the water oh. runs dry. Dude, that Man. CD is so good. Into the road has to be probably one. I don't of think the Into best. the Road was on that. No, no, no. it was actually off the Boomerang Boomerang soundtrack, and then I think it was played on the CD before two or whatever. It was uh, Cooley High Harmony. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but that's one of the best songs ever, ever oh, that's written. Great. So great. I think that's a perfect place to end this podcast, gentlemen. You think? I think so. <laughs> okay, we're gonna be back right. next week, though. All right. Can we go back to the days I love was strong? Can we go back? Can come on, Josh. You tell me how a perfect, perfect love goes wrong. Oh, here we go. Bring it home. Can somebody tell me how to get things back the way they used to be? Oh God, okay. give me a reason. <laughs> and they stop listening. All right, bye. Big boy, bye. Wearing big boy play.